you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. It's Monday, September 18th. Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Yeah. Peter, how was your weekend? It was good. I was in L.A. for the Fox NFL kickoffs, though, but I did have a cool experience. Saturday night on the West Coast, stayed up till very late in the evening watching Colorado, Colorado State with Charles Woodson. Mm. The college game is alive right now, and it's like you get so invested, and then it's like, oh, wait, we have a full slate of NFL games yes. on Sunday. The Dion stuff has been awesome. They're traveling to Oregon. I'm not trying to put any fuel on the fire here for Dion. He needs none of it. This is a real test yep. in Oregon at Outson. They've already accomplished a lot. I'm curious to see how this week goes. Mm. Outson Stadium, tough place to play. Oh. Yeah. I, I honestly, I found myself kind of rooting for Colorado State in that one. It would have <laughs> been a crazy upset. I love Dion as my childhood idol. But Upsets I, are great. It would have been fun. Yep. They're the underdog. It's yeah. fun to root for them. Yeah. And, they're, yep. and they're the big favorites. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what yeah. Colorado is next week. Dion's been great for college football. But you're right. There was an entire slate on Sunday that we have to get to. Time oh. for the lead block, Kyle. All right, so it was odd. I was looking for some teams yesterday that I was looking forward to watching. It's because there's a double header tonight on Monday Night Football. So four teams, you still have answers to uh, your questions from week two. But so far from what we've seen, who do you guys think made the biggest statement in mm. two? I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to talk about the Seattle Seahawks because last week they had the Rams come into town. They gave up 23 unanswered points in the second half to the Rams, to Stafford and the crew. They said all week Bobby Wagner was the leader, met with the team, talked to the team, and turned this thing around. So now you're going on a roll. You're heading to Detroit. The Lions are coming off a huge week one win over the Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs. C.J. Gardner-Johnson says, fans, we need you all in ski masks. And everybody loved it. Everybody bought in. Tom Pelissero, who works for our network, yeah. he was out there in pregame. He's talking. He's rocking the blue ski mask. Awesome. I'm watching my guy Schrager on TV over the weekend. Charles Woodson has a ski mask on. He's mentioning Deion Sanders in Detroit. It was a ton going on. 
The fans believe they're the villains. We are all for it this season. Get your ski mask. They sold out all over Detroit. Seahawks are walking into this environment. Look at that. The last oh, person yeah. in the stadium wearing a, C, uh, wearing a ski mask was Jarek Reed, a six-round draft pick out of New Mexico, in the locker room, partying up, ski mask on. The last single person in Detroit rocking a ski mask was a Seattle cool. Seahawk. That is making a statement in week two. Seahawks go on the road all the way to Detroit and walk out with a ski mask on. And on the plane. It wasn't enough to just beat him and spoil Barry mm -hmm. Sanders' statue. Nope. <laughs> nope. uh, they had to wear the ski mask too. Gotta respect the Seahawks. That was a horrible week one loss yeah, and then they bounced really back. Was. They're right where they need to be. Cowboys have just kicked ass these last two weeks. Oh, and Peter, working blue. I don't usually talk like <laughs> that. Like, the Cowboys made a statement. As we ooh and ah over the Eagles and Niners for an entire offseason. The Cowboys have come out the first two weeks and said, yeah, we're here too. It's a three-team race in that NFC. Cowboys have been absolutely dominant, and it's not just the defense, which we love. The offense has been exquisite. Last night, uh, Dak completed his first 13 passes. They never looked like they were out of rhythm. There's new players they're throwing the ball to. There's old players they're throwing the ball to. CeeDee Lamb looks like a true number one. And then we do get to the defense, and is there a more intimidating unit in all of football? Yeah, we knew it was going to be a lot for Zach Wilson. I didn't think it was going to be like this. Micah Parsons, you said he's the best player in football. I, I think he's the number one player right now. I don't now. think you can argue. Like, yeah. If you're talking about just right now, two weeks into the season, who's had the most impactful first two weeks? Micah Parsons is on every play. He's either rushing the quarterback or he's causing a problem or he's letting his other guys do the job. The Cowboys have been the most dominant team through two weeks of NFL football. And I think in week two, they made a statement that said, no, 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 no. That wasn't a one-week thing, mm. a two-week thing. October 8th, they face the 49ers. It's a <gasps> nighttime game. I'm already circling that. Like, cancel every other plan. It's like, <laughs> that is an old-school smack-em-out game <laughs> between two great, tough teams. And I don't see the Cowboys losing up until that point. Mm. Peter, oh. they got you so excited. You're a red band trailer. You're working dirty. That's yeah, not no, usually. I'm sorry. I very usually use that word. That's okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up. I'm gonna use the C word, commanders. Oh. <laughs> commanders. <laughs> Commanders! Peter says the three-team race in the NFC East. Can we talk about this team? Come on now. It's, name, it's, it, raise your hand if you have them at 2-0. and Jamie, you predict them to get in the playoffs. I don't know if you have them at 2-0. <laughs> oh, and you do get a huge credit, Jamie. Thank you. Uh, listen, you was, oh, they beat Arizona and they suck. I don't know, Arizona's tough. They beat Denver. They beat Denver in Denver. I don't care who the quarterback is, who the coach is, any era. That's tough to do. And it's just like, look, Brian Robinson was really good. Sam Howell looks like completely the part. And I think it's very cool because all the shine goes to Philly and Dallas and Dallas and Philly and Philly and Dallas. 2-0, 2-0. Got some really good teams out there that aren't 2-0. Patrick Mahomes not. Josh Allen's not. We know damn well Joe Burrow is not. Sam Howell is 2-0 as a starter in the NFL. That ain't 1-0. That's not an anomaly week one. You had a road win. It's pretty awesome. I think the commanders play a tough breed of football. Ron Rivera, every time you sleep on him, he's like, I'm going to turn out a team this year, guys. I got a squad. And he does. I like mm. the commanders a lot. He won to start last year to end the season, right? So is he 3-0? There you there go. Now? It's yeah. great. Even better. In the last 10, 15 years, the shine in the DMV area, even with the commanders, has gone to the Ravens. Like, it's never been about, it has been about the commanders, but like not in a great way. Lamar Jackson, last week after the Texans win for the Ravens, um, Odell Beckham Jr. called the offense an undercooked appetizer, a.k.a. yeah, we scored, yeah, we didn't really have things figured out as much as we would. Well, let me tell you, after that Bengals game yesterday, that was a perfectly cooked crab cake from Fadley sure. Seafood down on Capitol Street in Shout Baltimore. Out. My goodness, the corn salsa, they ship the jumbo <laughs> lump crab cakes to you if you want to from Fadley Seafood. It is the best mm. in Baltimore. This, the Ravens look good. 
Lamar Jackson, the, the trick with Lamar Jackson is, yeah, he can get out and beat you with his feet, but my God, what he looked like in the pocket yesterday was exceptional. He looked so calm. He looked so poised. The composure was off the charts. And yet next week, he'll rush for 150 yards. You'll be like, dang it. I thought he just stayed in the pocket. I'm a Jimmy's seafood guy. You are. I like Jimmy's. You we are. need some crab cakes. I like costumes. You do need crab cakes. I like, there's a few, but I Jimmy's is mine. very strategically like waiting Storm. for my Ravens <laughs> matchup so then I can incorporate the crab cake into the Friday food. Sure. I want all of them. We can have a debate. Just put them all on the you table. You will eat the crab cake. Oh, I love Confirmed. crab cake. Great. Good to know because you haven't eaten anything since. Come on. Um, rap sheet, good morning to you. Let's turn our attention to tonight a little bit for the Cleveland Browns. Amari Cooper, their standout receiver, tweaked his groin in practice on Saturday. Officially listed as questionable. He did make the trip, and it does sound like they're getting going to give him right up until game time before making a decision. No firm word yet, but at least he has a realistic chance to be on the field for the Browns. Meanwhile, for the Steelers, Deontay Johnson, their starting receiver, he has officially been declared out with a hamstring injury. Sounds like it's more week-to-week -week than day-to-day, -day, so perhaps this is not the only game he missed, but we know for sure he is going to be out for tonight's game. That's uh, that's really unfortunate uh, for the Steelers moving forward as the Browns. Uh, they also try to make a statement coming off of what they did last week against yeah. the Bengals as well. Rap sheet, thank you very much. Let's text offline about crab cakes because mm -hmm. this is where I cook, my, my friend. Titans win this one in overtime, 27 to 24. And Brandon Staley after the game, oh, he got great. a chance to chat. Listen to this. They wanted to ask him about the impact of losing to the Jaguars last year. What is that doing for the team this year? Brandon Staley, take it away. Oh, no. I'm not worried about the Jacksonville loss. The Jacksonville loss hasn't carried on to the season whatsoever. If you've seen our training camp or you've seen the way we've played in the first two games, it hasn't had an impact on our team whatsoever. Our team is connected. Our team has played its heart out in two games, and we've lost two tough games. But there's, it has nothing to do with the Jacksonville game. And if you ask anyone in our locker room, it has nothing to do with the Jacksonville game. And that's just the truth. It's a convenient storyline for you and for everybody else, but it's not the truth. We've lost two tough games, but the guys in that locker room, the men in that locker room, they are finishers and they have what it takes, and we're excited to prove ourselves. Ooh. All right, Coach. Ooh. Oh, he you took that up a notch. For you, for all of you. It is. This is what Brandon Staley was referring to. Okay, last season, they're in the AFC wildcard game in January, and they blew a huge lead. And the question, I guess, at hand was, hey, is that game that you played last January bothering you in September? Frankly, the tone of his voice kind of implies that it did, but okay, coach. Um, Jimmy, you know who the Chargers have next? I just looked up. I didn't know. Tell me. They're going at the Vikings. Oh. 0-2 versus 0-2. <laughs> Peter, it might even be a tie. We don't know. Someone's got to win that game. Someone's got to win. Chargers-Vikings is juicy. I like that. That is when the tie is the most annoying, when it, both teams are 0-2. <laughs> you just, you don't need that third column for either of Peter, which 0-2 <laughs> team is most shocking to you? Those guys. The Chargers. Skullhorn. Because of the way they're 0-2. They've uh. been playing – Herbert's thrown for like 900 yards, doesn't throw interceptions. Yesterday he went for 300, two touchdowns, no interceptions. They've had fourth quarter or overtime drives to win in both games, and they've gone backwards yesterday, and last week did not get the job done. All this talk about the Chargers again this summer and how their offense is going to be so different, and Kellen Moore is going to take them over the top. Well, if Justin Herbert can't lead his team on a game-winning drive, what are we doing? Uh -huh. He's the greatest quarterback since sliced bread, and yet they're 0-2. I'm surprised because 
yesterday, they had an opportunity. Two weeks ago, they had an opportunity. And they can put the ball up on offense all day long, but when the matter's most, for whatever reason, yeah. these drives stall and they stall out, and we're now 0-2 at the bottom of the AFC West. And that's not where they should be. Do you think it's because of the Jacksonville loss, Peter? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't think so either. I think yeah, it's for decades. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, please, no. What do you got, Jay? Yeah, they, they can't get it too many. They get, also can't stop anybody when they're putting up a ton of points. I'm going with the New England Patriots, and it's not so much about what you thought they were going to be before the season or you thought they were going to the Super Bowl. It was more about how they're losing the game. To your point, Peter, back to back weeks, they're inches away from continuing to keep a drive going to be able to try to win the game. This was last night. Gasecki flips it back to Cole Strange and is just like, they were awarded the first down. It was like, upon further review, you're short. Here was week one against the Philadelphia Thought Eagles. They are awarded the first down. I see. You're rolling, first and 10. We take another look. You're short. And now they now sit at zero and two with two games that if those plays are done or pick up the first down, who knows where they stand. So I'm going with the New England Patriots. When I listen to you yeah. guys talk, I take it to heart because like everybody knows what's up here at the table, specifically Peter Schrager. And when Peter put the Denver Broncos in the playoffs, I really thought I had missed something here. I really thought, okay, I got to get over. I was kind of annoyed with the things Sean Payton was saying about training camp and his team and how you can't wear certain things or talk during interviews. I was like, dang it, I really missed an opportunity here. I'm I'm shocked that the Broncos are 0-2 because they were leading at halftime of both of those games. Week one and week two, they're up. Russell Wilson definitively is playing better in these games. He looks more like himself than he ever did last season. Sean Payton is a great coach, yet they keep finding themselves in these scenarios where they are 0-2. I guess if you had asked me before the season started, I would have been like, yeah, I was just kind of trying to scoff mm. them off, if you will. But then the way the games were going, I thought it would have transpired right in the first half. Yes. Mm. Both those games are at home. Mm. They're now in an 0-2 hole, mm. like the Patriots. Against beatable Two teams. Peter knows what's up more than Jason and me. I'm yeah, triggered by I that. I didn't say especially Peter really knows what's up. You other two yahoos. But now I have to take it with a grain of in a certain filter when it comes to oh, the Sean, so now the Sean Payton filter. Now, he knows <laughs> now nothing. there's a Sean well, Payton here, filter. I know what's up. Here's what's up. I, I, I think <laughs> I think you guys are all full of it. Oh. Jamie, you're not surprised the Broncos are on two. No. You're just answering the questions of the segment. Jason, you're not surprised the Patriots are on two. And Peter. You're not surprised the Chargers are 0 2. You're not. I know you guys. You're not. I, I'm not surprised by any team that's 0 2. I, I'm going to go down the line. There's no one you can tell me, like, wow, I had huge plans for them. The Patriots, no. The Bengals, I saw it coming. I, I called it last yes, week on did. Friday. They're going to be 0 2. They lost. The Texans, no. The Broncos, no, no. I, I mean, they're in progress, but like, I, don't, I can't be like, God, I just, I thought for sure they would. I didn't. The Chargers, definitely not. I, we'll keep going. I, none of these, the Bears, the Vikings, no. I'm not surprised by anybody. I, I think a question is who's more likely to turn it around. The Cardinals, I'm not surprised they're 0-2. Yeah, you had the Bears winning the division. How could they start 0-2 and Elusive you have point, them Jamie. winning to the division? Elusive point. <laughs> You're Crazy things. they're 0-2. What? 0-2 the Bears? You had high hopes. Yeah. Yeah, but it's clear MVP for the chatter. Say, Nobody yeah. 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 Well, If you're actually trying to be real... Well, Jay, Peter knows what's up more than I do. Uh, so, like, Peter, that's why you got to call me on that. Sorry, yeah. it's a single compliment that apparently went to two surprised. insults. The thing with the Bears is I was seduced by the saccharine of visiting training camp, and that's the, a rookie. Uh, happens. Uh, that happens. You go and you're like, God, they're just so organized and they have so much yeah. Those vibes are elite. The, the vibes, they're thinking positive. The like, loose, great loose. shoes. <laughs> so I was seduced by that a little bit. I, I'll, I'll recant. I'll control alt delete the whole segment. I'm surprised they're yeah. wrong. Yeah. I mean, yesterday it's just rough. Yeah, I'm not rough, surprised. Rough, rough, rough. <laughs> who really knows? Who really but knows? I'll, I'll come back at you guys. Are any of you genuinely surprised in the teams you said no? I'll stick to that. No. Who really, who, no. Jamie, who really knows what's up? Will Selva. Will Selva. That is very good. At first, I tried to answer Jason. He re asked me so I could do it right the second time. Will Selva. He does. <laughs>
Yeah, what's going on, Jamie and guys? Listen, I'm going to go the other way. Out of those 0-2 mm -hmm. teams, the Cardinals actually showed promise. Everybody was talking about after the week one loss, Caleb Williams, mm -hmm. et cetera. They actually showed some fight. Promise. And C.J. Stroud looked pretty good, too. So there's a silver lining with those two teams. Hey, they've got something there at least. Don't know about those Bears, though, Kyle. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Just don't go to training camp next What's year. What's in the news? Scott? That's all I'm saying. That's not news. Um, <laughs> I know. Sorry. Uh, you guys were talking about teams that have started off 0-2. But let's talk about a team that is 2-0, specifically the Miami Dolphins, the fourth time in franchise history that they have started 2-0 with both wins coming on the road in impressive fashion. But all was not great for the Dolphins as wide receiver Jalen Waddell left the game after being evaluated for a concussion following the helmet-to-helmet -helmet hit by Patriot safety Marte Mapu. Waddle was Miami's leading receiver in the game with four catches for 86 yards. The news not great for the Raiders either as wide receiver Devontae Adams He's also had to leave the game in the fourth quarter after being evaluated for a concussion. Adams was able to walk off the field on his own, which is a good sign, but obviously we'll have to see about his status for week three when the Raiders take on the Steelers. Meanwhile, Tyler Lockett and the Seahawks rolling into Detroit and pulling out the overtime win as Lockett scored the game winner, our very own Tom Pellicero. He always gets it. He caught up with Lockett after the bin. Man, it, it wasn't the way that we drew it up. Um, I kind of ran into the corner, but Gino trusted me, threw the ball to me. I was able to catch it. We always talk about not being able to reach for it, so I probably shouldn't have did that. They're going to get at me. But biggest thing is, man, I was able to hold on to it. They called it a touchdown in the Seahawks win. How do you build off this momentum? Man, you just got to take it one day at a time, like celebrate this win as we go back. Then, like, like Pete says, we got this 24-hour rule. Celebrate, then it's on to the Panthers. The Wiley veteran, perhaps he'll be part of the Pro Bowl games. Of course, they are back in Orlando. The multi-day AFC versus NFC competition will feature new and returning skills challenges, culminating in action-packed flag football Sunday, February 4th. Register now to receive more info regarding exclusive pre-sale opportunities at NFL.com slash Pro Bowl games. And straight ahead, who was the MVP of week two? The crew will give out their game balls when we come back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Five hosts of the show, really five with Will Selvin, and host number six is right there. He's got uh, moccasins on, and he's wearing some kind of leather outfit with Frey, and he's directing traffic. That's Old Trapper. When Shout he's out. Not... What's up, Jackie? Jackie and Eric. And Eric, and Eric too? Yeah. Eric, not Eric's speaking. What a surprise. The... Trap doesn't talk, though. How's he directing traffic? I'm not sure. He just gestures. Just crazy. <laughs> Who talks more, uh, Old Trapper or Eric? <laughs> it's close. Eric Actually, gets the job done. He's a man of business. Eric uh, is love a fantastic <laughs> young man. He brings us our newspaper and our coffees, and we love him. does a lot more than that. We he gets my game. Ball for yes, sure. um, and he comes up with segment ideas like hot potato, which we but play with that game. He's got an arm like right Randall Cunningham. Yeah, he, does. Like balls, supposedly. Yeah, he does. Uh, time for GMFB game balls, where we highlight the top performance of week two. Ours for the season would be Eric, uh, but if you just had to focus on week two, Kyle, who would it be? I'm going to go a sentimental one. Part of that shellacking that the Bills handed to the Raiders was Latavius Murray, a Buffalo Bills running back who scored a touchdown. Had a little bit of an angry run, too. Guys, look at this. Running backs with one-plus touchdown, rushing touchdown on most different teams in NFL history. Mm. It's Latavius and Adrian Peterson. That's That's a cool full He scored a touchdown for six different teams, way more than anybody else. Thomas Jones. I love seeing Terry Allen on the list. Don't you? I think of Terry Allen and Washington. Cordero Patterson also on the list. Latavius is six. But most importantly, years ago, this is going to blow your mind, Latavius was a host, not a guest, a host, host on Good Morning Football with Will Selva, and we debated Godfather versus Goodfellas. And after Peter and I presented our case for Goodfellas as the mm-hmm. best mafia mm-hmm. movie, Latavius, with an orange, like Don Corleone, came out with a rebuttal. This is Latavius Murray on Good Morning Football. Five years ago. 72, we have The Godfather that comes out, okay? 18 years later, mm-hmm. you have The Goodfellas. <laughs> hey, you don't get the Goodfellas without Jerry West. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> This is business. This is not personal. Luca Brasi. Yes! Nervous to go up there and talk to the Godfather. Nervous. Rehearsing his speeches. <laughs> Kyle, I want you to rehearse your speeches before you talk to me. That's the respect <laughs> that I deserve. Peter, you're the NFL outsider, aren't you? You're outsider! The NFL insider, aren't you? Own. You're, the, you're the rat, right? Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, how do you pick a movie that ends up with the rat as the main guy, huh? <laughs> 
That's Latavius. I think he's a national treasure. We love him here. He is a Buffalo Bill now. I think of him as a Viking. I know we have some Vikings yeah, yeah. fans in the house. Yep. Tavius Murray, very good. But he'll be on another team next year probably. We love him. Love you, Tay. I love that he referred to Peter as an outsider. outsider. Great line. Dunk yeah, on you, buddy. Sorry. Uh, I'm going for my game ball, the guy who was the best player in the NFL the past two weeks. I'm going with Micah Parsons yep. of the Dallas Cowboys. Just making play after play after play. He had two sacks. He had a tackle for a loss. He hit the quarterback a bunch of times. This guy has just been unbelievable. Took the ball right away from Dalvin Cook. The return didn't count, but whenever he has the ball in his hands, he's really he could be a running back. I feel like he's really good at that as well. Micah Parsons is just unbelievable. He gets my game ball. He should get everybody's game ball. That's how good he was against the New York Jets. Which he was great. Right. He was great. And throughout the entire day, I'm like, oh, Micah's the guy. Yeah. Uh, week one, I went to a week two. I'm going with the Miami Dolphin as well. But after all Take those questions oh. about the defense, how about my man, Andrew Van Ginkle. Van yes, Ginkle. Peter. Van Ginkle was all over the field last <laughs> night. Six tackles, a tackle for a loss, three quarterback hits. They put him on the edge. He's a linebacker. All of a sudden, he's coming off, off the edge. Van Ginkle with that long blonde hair all over the field. We became fans of him as a show two seasons ago when he broke out on the scene. A lot of questions about Vic Fangio's defense after week one. There are no questions today. Van Ginkle was all over the field. My game ball doesn't go to Tua, goes to Andrew Van Ginkle. Mm -hmm. Jamie, take it. You get a game ball for having a Van Ginkle jersey. <laughs> That's yes. it. Ginkle what do you played all inside linebacker last week. Jalen Phillips gets hurt. They move him to outside. He has one hell of a played game. Played outside. Six tackles. Yes. Love the, the hair. Love helps. It. I love, love the, the fact that you have that jersey, Peter. Four games had double-digit come-from-behind victories yesterday, which is so fun to watch. Mm -hmm. One of my game ball goes to a player from that, Brian Robinson Jr. of the Commanders, mm. the running back. He didn't eclipse 200 rushing yards. I don't know. He had less than 100 rushing yards. Two touchdowns, though, came in the fourth quarter. That is huge, including the go-ahead one for the Commanders where he was able to find the end zone. Commanders on the road. If you're going to run the ball, sometimes it's a shootout. No, no, no. He just ground and pound. He put that thing in. Good for Six and six, and off of he went. Ooh, I great. know, on, Brian Robinson Jr. We also love on, the story behind Might see that tomorrow. The Might second that tomorrow. year running back uh, for the Commanders, and Washington went to Denver, and they won, and they're 2-0. and oh. It's awesome. I love great game balls. Huge yes. variety yes. in the yes. game balls, right? Yeah. And yes, Peter has a Van Ginkle jersey. Other teams are like, I got a Tua jersey. I have a Mahomes. I have Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. Van Ginkle. Gink. That's Gink. our show. That's yeah. our show. Buccaneers, baby. That's what we're going to focus on in this highlight read because they won and they're at home and they've won a game in the last six months. And they're the Buccaneers and they're at home and they won. That's why. Uh, 13 to 10, Mike Evans, the most consistent offensive weapon in the NFL every week, every year. Uh, on a wild trajectory to Canton, Ohio, and he's continuing with Baker Mayfield. All he does is change quarterbacks and score touchdowns. I'm going to talk about the defense here. Shaq Barrett made a beautiful play, ended the game. That was your walk-off, a de facto walk-off. The Buccaneers are 2-0. It's a surprising 2-0, but they go 3-0. It is not surprising. Bears 0-2. This is, yeah, yeah, that was a great, we're going to talk Shaq Barrett more at the end of the show. Um, right. This is Colts Texans, two top five quarterbacks drafted uh, to start this season. Here's Anthony Richardson. Taken off on his own two feet. Makes it look great. Makes it look fun. Unfortunately, on that hit from N.J. Stewart, Richardson hits the back of his head on the turf. He would be put into concussion protocol into today. Will Selva has been updating us all day about that. Uh, Gardner Minshew would finish the game. But the Colts, uh, 500, 31-20 win.
And I'll tell you what, this year I'm doing a new segment on Monday mornings. It's really quick. We're going to give out our coach of the week each week. And it's not just going to be head coaches or coordinators. It's going to be the coach of the week who's either position group did the best or unit did the best, or it could be a head man. And this week's it's going to Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. Mike McDonald took over for Wink Martindale last year. There's a lot of wonder whether that was the right move or right move or not. Five different starters missing on defense. They go into Cincinnati, and McDonald just had his guys ready to go. Joe Burrow struggled. Jamar Chase, five catches, 31 yards on the day against a depleted defensive backfield for the Ravens. Mike McDonald was with the Ravens for many years. Then he left to go with Jim Harbaugh and coached at Michigan as their defensive coordinator. Then when Wink was let go or made his move to to the Giants, they brought McDonald back to be the Ravens defensive coordinator. He's a young guy. He is a young guy. He is only 36 years old. He's a Boston, Massachusetts native. Mm. And I think the uh, social feeds were alive and well from the Ravens fans thanking him for his job. Here's a tweet we got that we figured we would have to show. And Bengals fans, close your eyes. This is from Tej Seth, who's an analytics guru. Someone needs to edit the Bengals Wikipedia to have their owner listed as Mike McDonald. (laughs) What he did to them last season, plus what he continued to do to their offense today with a ton of injuries, has been very impressive and shouldn't go unnoticed. 36 years old, defensive coordinator Mike McDonald of the Ravens. You are the first Coach of the week for the 2023 season. Way he go, was new Peter. last year, and now they have a new offensive coordinator this yes. year. A lot of changeover, but they're still good. At some point in the AFC, we're going to have Mike McDonald, Mike McDaniel, and Josh McDaniels. <laughs> it's a lot, Peter. And <laughs> Will McDonald for the Jets coming off coming the Coming off the end around. There we go. There we, go. Uh, we got more Good Morning Football <laughs> after this. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. 
sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Atlanta holds on to the victory. Arthur Smith letting it know. Arthur looks like he's been in the gym. Looks big, the stash. I don't know if the stash is giving him more confidence. Three or four on fourth down in this game. The Falcons win 25 to 24. Desmond Ritter doesn't lose at home. Here's what he had to say after the game. Des, just can you just talk about how that game was? It was so crazy. You guys looked like you were, you know, kind of down for the count, and then you come back and you just kind of take us through. No, the no, game no, from no, your no, no, never, never down for no, the count. Never, okay. Yeah, when you see the Atlanta Falcons out there, we'll never be down for the count. Uh, we're gonna fight until that clock hits zero. So. You know, that's what I'm proud of this team and everyone on this team for not giving up, not, you know, and just keep going out there and just fight until that clock hits zero. Hell yeah, Desmond. I like that. He mm. said, no, no, wait, 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 wait. So the Falcons quarterback, Desmond Renner, Jason just mentioned it. 30 times this young man has gone out at a home game in both college and the NFL and has won. He wins at home. He feels more comfortable at home. He gets to kick his feet up, put his feet up on the ottoman. 30 times, 30 and 0. Of mm. course, he did it at Cincinnati for a long time. 26 and 0, and now started off in the NFL 4 and 0. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful story, Peter. Though, how do the Falcons keep it going, and how did they get here in the first place? They're an old school team. Mm. They they are fun and they're flashy, and they've got big names, and they're on your fantasy team. But yeah. don't get it twisted. This is not how the Chiefs play football. It's not how the Chargers play football. It's not how football is usually played in 2023. Arthur Smith has created an offense where. It is run first, and it is run by design in a lot of different ways with a lot of different guys. When you see Bijan in the highlights, you're like, oh, clearly, top 10 pick. He's going to be – Tyler Algier ran for 1,000 yards last year, and it's not like he was like, relegated to some other team. Algier moves, and yeah. Bijan is beautiful to watch. They run the ball down your throats. They kill the clock. They eat the time, and then they sneak out these victories at the end. They were down 12 at home, and they found a way to win, but it wasn't with two huge pass plays or anything. Ritter runs the ball, Bijan runs the ball, Algier runs the ball. When Cordero gets in, he'll run the ball. Arthur Smith, he plays a different brand of football, and it is hard-nosed, yeah. and that is not what we see in football in 2023. It's almost a throwback to a different era. It's cool to see them 2-0, but like they're not going to win many shootouts, I'll tell you that yeah, much. Mm-hmm. They're going to win a lot of games like this, 25-24, where mm-hmm. their defense is smart, and they go for it on fourth down with the running game, and they find a way. Yeah, you mentioned Arthur Smith and what he's all about, and last week you talked about Kyle with the stash. Like he, He's acting different. Yeah. There's a different personality, and we're seeing some of that from Arthur Smith. He went for it on fourth down four times in a game and yesterday it's the end of the fourth quarter they're down field goal wins the game puts them up a point they're down two and they're in field goal range that was the last shot we got the last shot and arthur goes for it and you're like are you in this moment if you don't get this down two points to go for it on fourth down lotto has a song big big energy that's arthur smith right now Big, big energy. Not afraid. His team is embodying it. They love it. I love that look for him. Rocking the stash and winning games right now. Arthur Smith, do your thing. 
It's incredible. It's really, really, really cool. Somebody said he looks like Harlan Pepper from Best in Show, and that is so perfect. <laughs> it's the Christopher one. Guest character. I challenged our research staff. I can't believe we don't have this yet. Can someone look back at Desmond Ritter's high school career and see when his last home loss was? He went to St. Xavier High School in Louisville, Kentucky. Did he lose any home games in high school? If so, what was it? This team's really fun. It, it, Peter, you call them hard nosed. Yeah. It feels like they're watching a different era, yeah. and I like that. Like I, I kind of feel like we were raised on a different era, and they're playing it. Listen. The, the, the elephant in the room is this. I, 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 when I said to start the season, oh, that's cool, he's wearing a mustache. It's not ironic. The state of the American mustache has been hijacked by hipsters. Like, he's wearing it like, used to being you were proud to have a mustache, and I'll wear it with him until they lose. Eh, week one or something, and then I'll just shave it. Yeah. We're in week three now, and, and who do they play next week? They play the Lions, Lions who just took a loss. Like, in Detroit. Yeah, and they, their defense didn't look great, so maybe they run right on them. It's, it's really cool. I have to tell you, though, it, it is a real social liability for me. People ask yeah. me. I don't want to make this about myself, but I'm wearing this on TV, I might as well. So last night I go out to dinner, and this is right after the Falcons win. I'm expecting to shave last night, probably. And, I'm, you know, we're in a restaurant where we know a lot of people, we keep running into people. Imagine people who don't know anything about the NFL who don't follow. Like, I, I ran into a friend of ours, Audrey. She's like, I don't, what is this? And you gotta be like, all right, so... Nobody thought the Falcons had much in the NFC South this year, so I decided to throw in with them, and they're like, they're totally lost. It doesn't make sense. It's hard to explain. They're like, but you're not from Atlanta. I'm like, no. Yeah. They're like, did you pick Atlanta to win? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> uh, so do you know the coach? No. <laughs> There's no real reason. You guys get it, and maybe some of you, but all the people in my life, including my two children and wife, are like, I still don't understand What's the Falcons the coach. You're going to become that guy in social settings it. where they're going to be like, why does that guy have a mustache? And you're going to be like, I don't no, but don't ask him because it'll yes. take a long time to get there. It's, and frankly, it's not a fun story. <laughs> um, I, I really like this the cutoff hoodie he's wearing. I would like that. If the Falcons, if you could send us a large cutoff hoodie, I'll wear it on the show all week. Like all week, I'll wear it. And what I think watch guy, what kind of the watch hoodie that the Falcons already sent you isn't enough. You were asking for another. Yeah. I, well, this is all I had. Sunday Atlanta Georgia Sky. Yeah. This is great. But I want your giant Good Falcons stuff. logo. Peter's trying to get me a watch. I want you a watch. Deal. I don't know, Peter. What is what are those ones that like Kevin Hart likes? The super expensive ones. I don't know. I don't what are, Jason, what are those called? Uh, let's just say it's an Autumn. Send them an Autumn. Whatever, I don't need a Send watch. Send them an Autumn. Yeah, we'll take I, it. it nice. The clock's not ticking on this thing. I know yeah. that. Uh -huh. I want uh -huh. the hoodie, and I'll wear it all week. I don't care. I'm and wearing this. Kyle, to put it full circle, on Friday Food Mashup, you said the peaches were dominating the pie, and indeed, that's what the Falcons did you. and the Packers over. Jamie made a food that was Wisconsin versus Atlanta, and yeah. it was peaches and cheese, and sure enough, it happened. Guys, I think the, the results are in. Ritter's last home loss, October 30th, 2015, they lost to St. Xavier of Cincinnati. It's been almost 3,000 days since he's lost a home game. Thank you, Adam Lawrence. Nice job. Louisville team goes up and plays a team. That's what Both the information names. says here. That was a Monday here on Good Morning Football. There are two games tonight. Watch Enjoy. Them both. We're we'll watching them. Tomorrow. Bye, friends. Love us. <laughs>
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.